can you can you talk a little bit about um, for you what the creative process is like, sort of when you first sort of start talking to a director and sort of how the ideas, um, either in general or specific to this film, sort of how how that process begins for you. Well, the process begins always when the director talks. You know that that's what brings me into the project. So when you start describing how you feel about these two guys driving and their conversations and, and what they're going through, um, that's what kind of gets my wheels turning. It's, it's weird how, like, I can look at something sometimes and look at it and I'll get these ideas, but then I'll spend, like, just five, ten minutes talking with the director and suddenly I'm all, my battery's charged up again. Mm. So um, I, I knew going in that there were certain very specific parameters that I'd have to work on. The, the most importantly being is that uh, understanding that there'd be no orchestra yeah, and that that just wasn't an option. And um, so it kind of like immediately pushed my brain to a zone where it's like, don't even think those thoughts. You know? mm. Don't think big budget thoughts. It's not going to happen. Like yeah. think small. And mm-hmm. uh, of course that was the idea. Um, yeah. So it, it's kind of like fun. I start thinking sounds, and and uh, and then what I did is I started putting. Uh, that probably the first week working on the film, I was just searching for sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going through my collection of of uh, string harmonics, like uh, where I just bowed strings and got yeah. uh, certain kind of sounds and uh, bowed glass and mm-hmm. things that I thought might be useful. Um, because uh, the beginning, you know, you got to get your uh, template or your palette together. It's it's almost like uh, um, I there's I remember watching this artist a friend preparing in his studio for uh, a new work on paintings, and he spent weeks and weeks just getting all of his color pigments in order. And I asked him about it, and he said, uh, his name is Roberto Clemente, really great guy, artist, and. I was lucky enough to watch him setting up to work. And he says, I, I have to have all my pigments that I'm going to work on, the, the color tones, the, the, everything that I need, really set up in these little piles here before I start painting. And I realized that's what I do before I start composing. It's like I've got to get my palette together. Um, if it's a certain type of orchestral sound score, I might like do a bunch of searching of certain kind of string sounds because I'm going to be using a lot of strings in a certain way and they might not be readily available. I might have to search. Um, but certainly in a score like this, um, it was finding organic sounds that I could mm-hmm. use that could create a, a, a some type of an, an audio landscape that would simply not require me to call in lots of musicians that I could do it myself and or do it with a, a very, very small crew. So and, and I like the kind of do it yourself uh, approach to score. So it was exciting. It's like, oh boy, I get to do this one, you know, <laughs> on my own. And when you think about the sort of the palette, the different colors, so to speak, or the sounds, like I never asked you sort of what um inspired, for instance, the bowed glasses. Um, but it was something that when you introduced the sound for me, I was like, of course this is perfect. I, I never asked, is it because it feels intimate, because it feels fragile? Is it because somehow in my mind, subliminally it suggests, um, you know, a frozen lake or, or, or some kind of 
coolness of weather in which this story takes place, which probably had nothing to do with it. What, for you, is it just an instinctual thing, or, or how do you, do you just try out lots of things and something just feels right, or how do you decide on those specific instruments that will be the palette for, for the specific film? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really know. I definitely think ice and snow has something to do with it. Um, yeah. The searching for glass and harmonics, you know, uh, obviously when one thinks of of ice, one thinks of kind of these kind of pure tones. So I, I'm sure that um, I wasn't thinking consciously, oh, I need ice sounds, but I'm, I know that ice was in the center of my unconscious thoughts. So you know, I'm just finding sounds and go, oh, that's cool, and that's kind of cool. And, you know, in the beginning, I was just looking for lots of different sounds because I didn't know what you were going to respond to. Um, yeah. But uh, I think, you know, when I think about it later, like you're asking, um, yeah. I can't imagine that ice wasn't a part of it. Mm. Cool. And for, and for you at this point, um, I mean, you've done every kind of score imaginable. Is it... Is it harder or easier to do, um, you know, uh, 100 minutes of full orchestral score versus 20 to 25 minutes of very, you know, specific, just a few instruments is one, are they, for you, I mean, what are the different challenges um, that are presented, you know, for doing a big, well, say, yeah. I mean, big or small doesn't make any difference um you know and even orchestral or non-orchestral it really depends on what i'm doing with it uh you know obviously if i'm doing a big action movie uh and i'm in a universe that i've understood and and have done before uh the challenge is going to be a different kind of a challenge it's more technical it's meeting very specific objectives um sometimes the entire challenge can be just like it's like a mountain climb. It's just like mm. getting over. It's physically so demanding that it's like, all right, I'm just going to take this. I've done this mountain climb before. It's, you know, it's, I, I know I can do it, but it's still going to take a tremendous amount of exertion. It's a different mindset um, than when I'm doing uh, a small score. I know I'm going into uncharted territory for myself. Mm. And uh, so on that level, it's definitely harder. It's, it's going to take, a different kind of thought process, um, but the whole thing isn't going to be demanding, uh, physically exhausting. It, it's just a, it's it's a very different process. So it's almost more like <laughs> the analogy. Instead of like, okay, I'm going to climb over this mountain that's going to involve some precarious uh, moments where I've got to like really get my ropes right, or I'm going to take a huge plunge. Mm-hmm. Um, this is more like wandering down paths I don't know like in a forest and I could get lost but that might be the pleasure of it Mm. so it's kind of uh it's like all right there's no mountains I don't have to bring my ice pick and ropes and stuff like that (laughs) but on the other hand I might be wandering around this forest for days and uh, and do I care if I'm lost and really know what's wrong with being lost um yeah of course i hope eventually i'm going to find the road out but yeah. I, I think the pleasure of of that score is um the getting lost part yeah 
there was something so thrilling to me and inspiring um, in, in working with you on this. When I remember when you first played me, um, I, the first cues that you played me, um, <laughs> it, 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 you, you seemed, um, I, you reminded me to some degree <laughs> um, maybe of how I would feel in such a situation of, of presenting work and not knowing how the other person will feel and maybe being a hair nervous about it, which seemed mind-boggling, but maybe you weren't. Maybe I was projecting, but it seemed mind-boggling. Oh, no, I was very nervous. Yeah, very nervous. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I mean, I, like, you've, you've done everything. I just, um, it was exciting to me that you just, um, I'm stating the obvious now, but for me at the time, I hadn't worked with you yet, but it was, you care so much. You You cared so much and just, and wanted it to be good so much. And I, I, it was something for me where I was like, I hope that when I've been doing this, as long as you've been doing it, that I just care as much as you do still. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it just was very moving for me to see that. Well, that's, that's nice to hear. I mean, but the fact is, is my entire world is predicated upon, I've got this idea and I'm really starting to like this idea. I yeah. better present it to the director because it doesn't matter what I think. If the director goes, oh, no, 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 that idea is gone. It's yeah. history. So it's yeah. a very precarious thing. And it really doesn't matter if you're playing for Steven Spielberg or a student doing his first yeah. film. You still yeah. have to you have to get somebody else to go, I yeah, I get it. And yeah. it may or may not happen. And so it, it's a very very nervous moment always for me. It's like, cause I've been thinking about something for all week or maybe weeks and certainly working on some idea I like for many days. And now I got to actually play it. Mm. And I'm never confident enough to go, <laughs> first off, this might be shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know that it's good, but yeah. it's what I'm into at the moment. And and I'm going to have to watch the face of the person I'm playing it for and just see if they kind of start to shrivel up. <laughs> or, or, or if I actually can see, like, some hope. So you're, like, yeah. you're really hanging on every every gesture, um, like looking for signs of hope, you know. Yeah. You, you, know you're never, you know you're never going to score 100%. So you know, playing a number of things and that hoping something somewhere in here catches, you know, and very often on a movie, the first round of stuff all runs flat, but I learn what to avoid yeah. and I'll get some more input and I'll just reset myself and start again in another direction. And that's okay. But, you know, nobody doesn't hope that their first impulses uh, aren't good ones.